Get to Old Navy today. All Old Navy active styles are 50% off at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Plus, today's the last day to get kids' polos for just 3 bucks in stores only. Hurry into Old Navy. Valid 811. Excludes in-store clearance. Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Romy Max Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything, and then we give our two cents. I hope everybody's having a good week. Um, you know, uh, show's going to be uh, should be a good one today. We'll talk a little bit about that, uh, you know, that Pepsi commercial thing that's going very viral right now. But uh, let me get uh, my, my co-host D Snacks on the on the line. Yo, Snacks, say what up to the people, bro. Hey, what's going on, man? What's happening? All right, cool, cool, cool. Looks like we got uh, looks like we got Evan from the from the E and J show calling in as well. Let me get him on. All right. Good evening. Yo, yo, who on the line? We got E right here. Oh, uh, what's up, bro? How's my audio? Uh, right now, right now it's good, man. Uh, you know, I think I think you, uh, I can hear you. Okay, cool. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, we're gonna get into this uh. Was this Pepsi thing real quick? I know the, the title of the uh, of the show is "How Do You Keep Your Music Playing." It's more so like a uh, figurative, uh, uh, it's like a figure of speech on on um, on any relationship, which I explained, uh, you know, in the promo video. But we'll, we'll get to that. But I wanted to wrap with you guys really about this uh, this Pepsi commercial thing that uh, that's that's going very viral, real quick. And basically, what it what it boils down to is it looks like that Pepsi was trying to do an ad where it. Um, basically picks that you know you you can stop police brutality just by drinking Pepsi you know what I mean or issues between black and white you know between <laughs> yeah, issues between black and white you can get it by just drinking Pepsi and they they um they decided to remove the ad but it's too late now people are already having fun with it and you know emotions are already high um, I read that, uh, I saw, I saw that, um, what was it? Dr. King's, I believe it was his daughter, if I'm not mistaken, Bernice King or whatever. She said, I wish, uh, she said, I wish dad would have known, known that about Pepsi back then or something. And I'm not quoting exactly, but you know, but that's basically what it got, got around to. It, it just seemed like they were trying to push the, the notion that if by drinking Pepsi, that can stop, uh, police brutality, but, uh, I'll let, uh, you know, I'll see what you guys got. You know, got to say about that. You know, this whole ordeal. But I go with you, snacks, man. What you? I don't know if you had seen it yet, but um, yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I haven't seen it, man. But uh, I mean, it's really a shame that they couldn't snatch it off before uh, the rest of us got to see it, because that's crazy, man. Um, I'm sure that's not the answer we're all looking for. Um, hell, I didn't draw Pepsi long before. Before they started, why they were beating cops a long time now, so I don't see where how that helps anything, man, personally. Yeah. Yeah. So what about uh what about you, E? What do you think about that um about that story? Uh, actually I hadn't seen the commercial yet, but um it sounds like a very tacky ploy for uh profit, you know. Trying to get get that that shock crowd, you know, negative publicity I guess uh, I've never seen it, so I don't have a lot to say about it. But it's not like it was very tacky. I'll I'll try to find it though. Yeah, what it is, you know, they also have the you know one of the Kardashian uh, kids in there as well. So I mean, I'm pretty sure anyone looks for a reason to to hate a Kardashian. Um, but it's you know Kendall, Kendall is um, yeah in the in the in the commercial, and I think like she I think she hands up. A can or some shit to, to someone, and that's supposed to <laughs> diffuse situations. So you know they're getting a lot of backlash on on that. But um, really, you know, I mean, it, it from for, for me, you know, what that what that means is like they, they don't take it. I, they're not taking the situation very seriously. Is what it's what it uh, it seems like. And, and you know, a lot of people are just you know in our very sensitive society, we look for a reason. To be upset, a reason to you know to, to you know to com- not com- say complain or about something, but really voice 
you know, really give our give our voice about something that we feel so passionate about. Um, I mean, I personally don't um, like Kendall. Kendall's just trying to get a check, so I mean, I, there's no point in just going at this this young this young girl. The bigger issue is Pepsi. For again, like 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 Snacks was saying, you know, why didn't they catch it beforehand? Like, who sat in a room? full of, you know, execs and said, you know what, we should put a commercial out to where we're talking about, you know, um, you know, Pe- Pepsi's ending police brutality, you know, so it's a, you know, very sensitive subject. And um, obviously, you know, that's, that's something they're going to have to, that Pepsi's going to have to take, take, uh, take an L for this one. And, you know, we'll just move on from there. But, uh, but getting back to the, uh, you know, the title of the uh, title of the episode, how do you keep the music playing? It's more so like, how do you keep a relationship um, of any sort, whether it's working relationship, personal relationship, what are some things that has to, you know, be um, taken into consideration in order to, uh, to keep that going, man. So I would, yeah. So I I asked you guys, man, what, how do you, how do you keep the, uh, how do you keep the music playing? You know what I mean for uh, a logo for a relationship. Just for what, based off of you guys' wisdom and knowledge of the years you've been on this earth, uh, what 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 do you see as uh, you know some positive ways to to keep the keep the music playing in a relationship? And I'll go with uh, I'll go with snacks, man. Um, I would say uh, obviously uh, you want to stay spontaneous. Um, you want to uh, be considerate of their feelings. Um, for me, um, those seem to work really good. You know, uh, when you first meet someone, you uh, usually you're very spontaneous because they don't know you as well yet. You know, um, and like I said, you can't go wrong with considering their feelings and all decisions and everything that you that you make. And I, and I, I mean, personally, I think those are big things that will definitely keep uh, keep the music playing, in my opinion. Okay. What about what about you, E? Well, I think um, for us '80s babies, uh, we were kind of getting into the love stuff before technology took over our our personal relationships with people. And I would say for intimate relationships and just friendships, we got to be sure to not take into account the quantity of people that we have, but the quality of the people. So if you got, you know, a girl, it's very easy to get distracted by 7 million other women that's on social media or out in the streets or whatever the case may be, because right now we got more access to people than we ever have. So I think that's a big part of the relationship that um, you got to make sure your people, including friends, know how important they are to you. So if you with somebody, you know, sometimes the phone, the computer need to be away or it's happening to be somewhere else. You know, I need to focus on your more interpersonal relationships. I think nowadays people can't talk face to face like they should because we can text everything. So I think that's a big issue and it does affect our relationships on a personal level and on a friendship and business level. Right. Okay. Um, for I say for me, how do you uh you keep the oh hold on. I think we got uh we got a we got Got a, got another caller coming in. Let me uh let me get them on standby, everybody. Yo, who on the line? It's me, Ebony. Yeah. What's up, Booger? No What's happening? My what up, Ebony? Yeah. Hot. Everything? Not much. Wait, who else on the show? Uh, right now it's just snacks. Uh, just these snacks. You got E and uh, yeah. To me, <laughs> so um, you know, just say what's up to everybody, and so we can get this thing rolling. What's up, Ed? Hey, hey, what's up? All right, bad, bad, bad. Let's get back into the conversation. So, Ab, uh, you know, what I was saying is, you know, the title of the, you know, the show is called "How Do You Keep the Music Playing." Um, and uh, so, what I, what I feel that how do you keep the music playing really is just like, like I said, you know, be spontaneous. One, um, make, make sure you're in tune with with everyone and um obviously want to be uh you want to be you know open and honest um that's one you know that's probably you know key in 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 uh in a you know surefire relationship you know whether whether you guys agree or not um you know you, you definitely want to be open and honest with each other and um yeah. 
Well, I mean, um, and what else? It's probably good good to uh, say as far as how you keep the music playing. It's it's just you. Um, uh, it's um it's you know it's a lot of a lot of factors, a lot of factors as far as uh you know keeping keeping um you know a relationship going and you have to actually want to and you have to have that drive and stuff if you don't feel any reason to um you know to 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 go to go any any um further then you know it's it's you're half-assing it you don't want to half-ass anything you know you don't want to be all right. in or all you know so. Uh, but what about uh, what about you, Ev? What, how, what are your thoughts on that? Um, as far as like, how do you keep um, you know a relationship going? Well, I agree with what you just said. Um, I think uh, you know, uh, keep it being spontaneous. Um, you know, you don't want to be so predictable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so keep surprising that person, no matter what. You know. Um, Laughter, I think, you know, lots more um, positive than negative, you know, more laughter, more smiles, create great memories, things like that. I'm kind of a sentimental type of person, so I'm, I'm all for stuff like that, even if it's just a little thing, you know? Cool, cool. So if I give you, like, all all, all pink and, uh, and red starbursts, uh, you know, and just leave it, like, in the shape of a heart, when you come home, that's 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 sweet enough for you. It don't even have to be in the shape of a heart. Just leave me some Star Wars or a piece of chocolate that you know I like, and I'm happy. You know, I'm dancing like a bad girl. Cool. cool. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, you know. Right. Take me right. to Popeyes and stuff. I'll be happy. Okay. Like, you know, I'm on my way home from work right now. I'm going to be surprised if someone's down like the kitchen is singing. I'm excited, you know. It's good. Yeah. Even more. So, um... So, so Ed, let me ask you something. How far um, are you willing to go for for love? Maybe like how far in regards to love? Like, like I mean, as far as like, let's just say, you know, um, like if a guy, if you're, if the guy you're seeing, I don't, you're not, not being specific, but you know, the, like a guy you're seeing just happens to be down on his luck and he loses, you know, he loses his gig, you know, for uh, a little while. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how far are you willing to go? Go, go for love, you know, what what extent? How far would I go? Oh, that was here. Oh, oh, oh sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, uh, sorry, my standby phone is uh, ringing, but I'm not answering. I'm driving. I'm a talking drive. So, um, how far? I mean, it's, it's, it depends on the situation. So, I, I could just base it off of what I'm going to do now. fucking drive on a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you are gonna say you don't talk and drive. You don't talk drive. drive yeah. What you want to read? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking work off the car. I just got off of work. How do y'all gonna go? Oh, oh So anyways, I'm sorry. Um, continue. Yeah. They know I was doing a show in the car. So, um, <laughs> I got yeah. No. So anyways, so I mean. That's the problem situation that I'm going through right, through right now. You know, for example, I hear girls that, you know, I ain't going to be with no dude. My dude stopped working and he lose his job. I ain't going to be with him no more. Blah, blah. It, you know, it depends. Now, if the man is just sitting at home on his ass not doing shit, then I could say I wouldn't go that far for him at all, period. You know, wouldn't do it. Um, but if you're doing something to, you know, improve, you know, self-improvement, like education, stuff like that, I'd, I'd go far for you. I'd rather die, you know. Right. I mean, I'm I'm doing it now. My husband, you know, he goes to school and I work. But you know, that's not saying he doesn't do anything else. He does, you know. And um, but yeah, it's I would keep doing this um, as long until he does, you know. I mean, that's because that's the table turn, that situation is. Uh, I mean, true, truthfully, that situation is to, is like different because you have. Right. Um, you know, it, we're military, so like once, uh, you know, once we, I mean, we're riding on that GI Bill. That's like a job, anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, I know that he's, yeah. as as you, can, you know what I mean? But I mean, as far as like, you know, guys, you know, he's at he's at the house, he's just down on his luck. He doesn't, you know, just have a have a gig. How long are you willing to, you know, to to sit with that? I would still support him. That's the thing, though. I would support him still. I would encourage him. Less negativity and more positivity. If you always so negative about it. Then that person's not gonna want to do anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, you, you gotta encourage that individual. He's de- yeah, you gotta encourage him and support him and be there for him. All right, you support him, but you know, the countdown has definitely and, begun. You know, yeah. help him. You know, but if, if that individual's not willing to help 
themselves, and I don't know. I don't know about that. Once we you know, that far, no. But as far as, like, yeah, he's down on his luck, you got to do something to, you know, uplift him, you know? Okay. Um... So yeah, I guess I'll I'll post the same question to uh, to E. I don't know if we I don't know if we did ask, but how far would you are you willing to go for you know someone you love, bro? Uh, pass it on to Stax and get my face shaved up right now. Uh, I'll <laughs> that, uh, Stax, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, pops. Um, yeah, Snacks, yeah, go ahead, man. What the, how far are you willing to go for, go for love? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just being. You don't have to be yeah. specific. Just just say you know what <laughs> what you know what you would do. Well, I mean, if we're if we're referring to the unemployment thing, obviously I look at a significant other or someone I'm serious with as a backbone. So, therefore, in the case of that, how far I would go, I would say, I mean, I'm going to be there, man. Like she said, I want to push you. I want to encourage you. Uh, I want to be in your corner, and, and I want to be your backbone in that case. So I don't. I wouldn't bail on you. Right? I mean, it would be a. T- it would pretty much be uh, your approach to it. If, if right. you're doing, what, like you said, you're down on your luck, but if you're trying and you're still putting forth the effort to make uh, make things happen, then I'm going to continue to put the effort in to support you and encourage right. you. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, when you say how long, I mean it, it's. How far it's really based on your uh, what you're doing. What what are you doing to help the situation? You know, obviously, if I come home and you're not doing anything or you don't, you losing um, I don't know morale about it. Then you know, obviously, yeah. this isn't going to work. You know, but I mean, I, I want to say, man, I'm in it for the long haul and I want to stick it out with you. Person. Excuse me, hold on, y'all. I gotta get up. Uh, I'm gonna put y'all on you. Okay. Well, uh, well, I'll ask. Uh, hold on, hold on, before we before we move on. E, E, you still, uh, you still shaving, man? Nope, no, I'm good. I can answer this question. Okay. Um, all right, all right. On you, far, bro. As far as as far as how far I'll go, um, you know, we all want to stay inside our box when it comes to emotions and stuff. And I guess once you get outside that box of somebody, you know, you've already gone as far as you're gonna go, and that they might pull you further. So I'm willing to go. It's just, uh, I guess I got to get it over my wall and out of my box first. So, um, but if somebody's worth it, you know, and I recognize they're worth it, then it's definitely worth a shot. Right. Right. Okay. With uh, with all of us being uh, being parents, I'll ask this uh, this question in regards to like dating. What are some of the preliminary uh, cautions to take when dating as a uh, as a single parent? You know, it's um, you know, um, I would say, yeah, 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 dating as a single parent. So, like with uh, with you, snacks, man, like what uh, what cautions, you know, do you take or did you take rather, you know, when it was time to, you know, to get back on the, you know, out out there, you know what I mean? Try to try to turn a date, you know, what what's what's some things you kept in mind, like okay, you know, I'm you know I'm a parent, so I have to govern, you know, govern myself accordingly, you know. Right. Well, for me, um, really took, I took it slow, was the big one. I really took it slow, even with, as far as introducing um, the young lady to my kids. You know, I had to make sure that everything was right. You know what I mean? Um, did my homework on her. I mean, it took, a, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how long it took before she met my kids, but it took a while. And for me, that was pretty much uh, a precaution. I needed to make sure this was the direction I was going to go with and make sure that this person was who they uh, portrayed to be. You know, there wasn't necessarily any kind of uh, skeletons that I would have to be worried about that would interfere with my children's well-being, uh, anything like that. Like, uh, you know, is she okay with kids because in my situation, the particular lady that I chose, she didn't have any kids. So for me, right off the bat, it was one of those things to even like kids, you know, um, stuff like that. I had to know right off the bat. Right. Yeah, and those are, yeah. So for me, the precautions would be more or less taking it very slow, uh, getting all the details, 
you know, uh, the little the little things that, you know, when you're dating someone, they tend to come out a little later. For me, I took my time and, you know, I asked the questions. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Okay. Um what about uh what what about you, E? As far as um, you know, um, taking pre- preliminary cautions and uh, dating as a single parent. Well, the first thing um is, do they or do they not have kids? Because there's a fundamental difference between women with kids and without kids. Uh, I learned right. my lesson with the last one. She didn't have kids, and my kids was an issue to her, even though she thought they wouldn't be. No, so some girls would come into a thing like, yeah, oh my god, I love kids, but when they see what kids are really about, kids are fucking yeah. assholes. So yeah. if they can, if they can't handle it, you know they gonna it's gonna hurt your relationship. And I learned the hard way. So now being a single man, I'm like, you know what? When I when I step into something, she's got to have a kid or two or four. I don't care, um, because she's not gonna understand parenthood or the responsibility of it. Also, preliminary things that I look at, um, not not involving kids, I guess is. I don't fuck with nobody that do no type of like drugs and like that, and it's just a just a big red flag to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like to be around it. I don't like the smell, so you know, <laughs> shit like that. But look, I'm about to step off for a minute. I'm about to get my um, <clears throat> eyebrows done. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. All right. Hey. No. 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 Uh, no. No. no, I'm, a, no. I'm coming back. I'm coming back, though. I'm, I'm, I'm just okay. putting y'all on mute. All right, yeah, we'll be here, bro. I, you know, as always, appreciate um, E calling in. We will get that E and J show. Tell Jay uh get it together, and, uh, you know, we get it together. Yeah, oh, your, your show will be on speaker in my lap, though. I'm listening. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work, bro. All right. All right, All right man. Yeah, so, um, I mean, for me, and then, I, and then I'll let you let you go. Um, uh, still good. But, uh, yeah, dating as a single parent, yeah, that big thing is if they do like kids. I did, I was in a relationship where, um, as far as the individuals uh, mentioned that she, she didn't have a problem with my kids, and then I think that situations went on as you saw what we had to, what to deal with. I think that became an issue for her, and that's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of something that you want to, you know, you know, know up front. If you're willing to deal with that, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those, it was a delicate situation where I really did love the, the female, but if she doesn't accept, you know, all, you know, everything about me, then it's not yeah. going to happen. It's definitely not going to happen. So it's, you know, and, and, you know, it's just early, and this was early 20s, you know what I mean? Early 20s. So, um, but, but my, yeah, definitely my child uh, is every, you know, is everything to me. You know, so she should be everything, to, you know, to you. As far as if you right. love, 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 love me, no, you know, no differently. You know, I love her no differently, rather. So, but I mean, you know, you live and you live and learn. You know what I'm saying? Both, both young. Um, I, I probably was a little too, uh, too forward about the issue, and that can be quite, you know, intimidating for for some that, um, you know, that don't that don't have kids. So they don't understand it, but. But uh, well, yeah. But um, but what about you, uh, Sugar? What what's the what are some preliminary cautions you would take if you were dating as a single parent? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I
I don't know, man. You got to yeah. – it's a lot of precautions, especially if you, like – especially if you, like, uh, you got, like, a, a little girl or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you – I see it from my mom's standard. You just don't want some dude around your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a big – that's a big thing for me. But you got to make sure the kid likes the, the, the person. Cause a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, a kid, a kid to tell you if they like somebody or not, and they're usually like the first sign that something is not right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it, a lot of it got to revolve around the kid. Uh, let's see what else. That single parent, if they want, if they want you around all the time, you like you got other stuff to do. They got to understand that, like, you're not going to be able to go out all the time to eat at different places, you know what I'm saying, unless you, like, paying for their kid. So they got to be flexible to come to your house, you know what I'm saying, get that, that home-cooked meal with skill, all of that, bars. Okay. Stuff like that, man. All right. Well, I mean, that's good. That's good. You know, I appreciate your uh, your input. On, on that, bro. Um, bro. I don't know um, why she said I was, I was the go-to on this. I thought you would give a good better answer to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, um, so, so I was watching, um, I watched the documentary that came on A&E, um, like, last last year sometime. Um, it's called uh, Streets of Compton, and it follows, you know, basically, like, the development uh, of Compton, you know, evolution of Compton as a city. You know, and what it's, you know, what it's grown to to this day, you know, obviously it's known for being very violent and, uh, you know, and and very and much, very much so into the uh, to the music industry. But um, they, they they showed, you know, like the, the development of like gangs and, and things of that nature. So I want to ask you guys, uh, are there any positives of, uh, you know, the, the gangs that are like formed in, um, you know, across the across the country. By the way, that, that that documentary is very, very good. If you get a chance to see it, definitely check it out. Uh, Streets of Compton, you know, it comes on, comes, it's a documentary off of A&E. Um, you know, for those who get it legally or illegally, uh, by the way, of Cody or whatever, you know, definitely check out uh, Streets of Compton. It's a, you know, it's a good documentary. But, so I'll, I'll ask you guys, um, do you see any positives at all, you know, um, you know, obviously gangs are every time someone thinks of a gang, they think you know something negative. But are do you see any positives, you know, like I got it, and, and like uh, you know, and in, in gangs that are formed across the country. And uh, I'll ask, uh, I'll uh, yeah, you got something you want you want to say, uh, Karume? Yo, first of all, a lot of the gangs have started as like a positive means. When you know people are poor and a lot of communities and all the rest of that stuff, like you know what I'm saying, like the gangster disciples, he tried to they try to change the name. The person that started it tried to change the name while he was in prison to like growth and development because he wants the people or the or the gang to like you know build their education, their knowledge, and all the rest of this stuff. Like all these gangs started as positive things, but yeah, I was just thinking that a sense of like. Corruptism? I don't, I don't know if that's a word. Like somewhere along the lines, they got corrupt. I know why they got corrupted. I know how they got corrupted. But somewhere along the lines, they got corrupted. Like at one point, they were trying to say the Black Panthers was a, a gang, but you know, you know, it ain't really no gang. It had positive features to it. It's just the fact that like they go in and I say they, but certain people go in and plant certain people inside these gangs and then it turns into a negative thing all the time. That's how it is, man. Right. Hey, Ab, you know how to put that on silent or something? That's what I'm saying, man. Mute yourself. Yeah. All right. Or at least hit the power button, something. But uh, but your your uh, your snacks. What what's your uh, your take on the uh you know gangs forming you know you know like are there any positives in like you know you know gangs forming across the country? Um, I would say there's some positives in the sense that you're uh 
you're bringing a group of people together. I mean, sometimes people join gangs because the home life isn't too good. So you kind of, you can join it, you know, for like as a a family approach, you know. And uh, so I would say it has positives. Like my man just said, most of them started off as positive. But somewhere along the lines, you know, it, it, it turns and it stays that way. You know, these guys continue to do the negative things they do in them. But I do think it's positive, man, in some ways. Because like I said, for for the kid that's out there that don't have friends or a group of friends or don't have a family, the gang gives him some type of stability with that. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it's like that all over the nation with certain kids and certain individuals. Because I feel like even gangs, to a certain extent, the negative ones, they prey on the weaker kids. You know, the kids that are out, you know, hey, man, you you need some backup or something or you want some help, you can join us. You know, some people join it for that type of reason. Right. If they were doing more positive things, then it would be more even even more positive than what it is, you know, that we 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 consider gangs are now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for for me, I see positives like you know, pretty much piggybacking off of both both you and Karumbe. Um, you know, gangs, you know, it gives a sense of brotherhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, for those that feel like they're in this life by themselves, like whenever. You know, uh, you hear You know, if you're in a gang or something like that, and you walk around, you ever face any type of trouble? There's always somebody there. You yeah, know what I mean? To like, to, you, know, you don't feel alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's like a sense of protection. That's really what gangs were. The gangs, you know, obviously, you know, the Crips and the Bloods were, you know, formed to, you know, for protection. You know, really from like crooked cops. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where. You know, something starts out is good, and then it gets corrupted, um, and to some to some degree. I mean, they're not they're not all you know, you know negative uh, negative gangs. You know, you know they they do have some positive gangs. I mean, hell, I've worked for one of the biggest gangs in the world at one point in time. I gave them four years of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> the government, you know, <laughs> right or wrong? Do we not get initiated at basic training? Right? Anytime we get into trouble, anytime we get into trouble, it's a gang of us that go over there to handle it or start it. Depending on how you, you know what I'm I mean, that's you know, I I, I know I'm very I'm very appreciative of what the military has has been for my life. You know, I mean, it gave me a life. So you know, but I mean, we can call it what it is. You know, I mean, we can voice it, we can paint the picture however yeah. you want it. A picture is worth a thousand, you know, a thousand words. So um, just, that just so happens to be a few of them. But um, you know, so I know we know. With that being said, um, as far as you know, painting a picture, let's. I let's wanted, to, I wanted to add something to it. Okay, a gang well, go ahead, go ahead. is how you. A gang is how you perceive a group of people. Like yes. some of the same things, like me, you, and a bunch of just say random people to be hanging out or whatever, or we ride bikes together, we might be considered a, a gang. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's all in the eyes of the person that's looking at the group. That's like, that's, that's kind of a, a thing that I'm saying. Like, if a bunch of dudes in purple shirts were all hanging out together, you know what I'm saying? They might say they're a gang, but they could be a fraternity. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Right. The way it's perceived by people. That's all it is, man. Life is perception, though, man. Life is definitely perception based. Yeah. And uh and, and with that being said, I'm glad, glad you said that, Karumbe. Uh I would I'll ask you guys this question. Do movies have a profound effect on how people are perceived in the media? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um yeah, I feel that you know, I feel that way as well. You know, obviously with our community, um, you know, the movies that come yeah. out, it's like you know, I mean, hell, Denzel didn't what well, he didn't get uh, what the, they say he didn't he didn't get an Oscar until he played a crooked cop. You know what I mean? In training. Uh-huh. And then uh, you know, same with uh, what Holly Berry was a very promiscuous female. That's the that's probably the PC way to say it in Monsters Ball. That's yeah. how she got her. Uh, you know, Oscar. You know, it's just a lot of that's a lot of things. A lot of black people, kiddo. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just funny. You know, see, you know, seeing that to where where we are portrayed as, you know, uh, where we do bad we do bad things. 
know, but I mean, prohibition, what was, what was that about? That was, you know, obviously the, that was the, what the, that was the, the white, the white man's way of doing something illegal. You know what I mean? And, but it doesn't really get, you know, stay, it doesn't stay that, you don't, you don't, uh, I would say, like you say, um, well, I mean, maybe you will. It depends on, depending on where you live rather, but in most cases, you know, where you're from, if it's if you're in Walmart at night, let's say like eleven o'clock, and then you see like, you know, a, you know a, I don't know, I guess you say a, a black a black guy, depending on depending on how he's built, depending on how he carries himself, you know, um, they may some may feel you know intimidated or it's like something's gonna happen to them versus like if they see you know a white uh, you know a white guy doing the same you know the same thing, you know what I'm saying? They see me, they catch and they first. Right. Yeah, because I mean, because it's just like what's painted in the uh, in the media, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily always the case. I mean, you, you know, I mean, think about think about the incident. You know, obviously that happened at Virginia Tech. You know, the most unlikely guy uh, think was the one that took out everybody. You know, what I mean, you, if you look at that guy saying you're saying John Wee, he just looks like a normal cat, like nothing would. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't do anything. You know what I mean? But again, look what happened. So it's this is one of those one of those situations, um, delicate delicate situation where um, obviously we shouldn't um, use stere- let stereotypes, you know, consume us. But I mean, it's just awareness. You know, you store stuff in your in your head naturally. You know, if, like if you touch the stove one time and it was hot, you're gonna look. You know, the next time you you know you check the stove, you know, because you know what happened the last time. But I'll you know ask you guys, uh, you know, um, as far as like. The way we are portrayed in the media, is you feel like it's always a negative, a negative thing with us, or do they have some some positive aspects of us in the media? And I go, yeah, I go with us and the snacks on this one, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, some of it is like with the media, man, the way they portray us. Because like even the guy, my man just said about the gangs, I, I tend to think. The word gang makes it negative and a bad outlook right off the back, and that's the wrong way to think. But because of, like you're saying, documentaries and movies, they depict that kind of thing, and that's what they depict a gang as. You know what I mean? They don't necessarily – I can't think of a movie or a documentary where they depict the gang as something positive and good to go after. They depict it in a negative, and like you said, we're – we are who we are when we when we see these things. We take notes. They stay within us, and they resonate in us. You know what I mean? And 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 at times they do. Even to down to some of these shows I watch, like the basketball wise and all of that stuff. It's a lot of arguing. It it does put us in in such a uh, I guess not the brightest of lights. You know, you're like man, everybody's not like that. You know, just because you see it on TV. So much does not mean it's everyone like that. So I would say yes, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we still got on live. Have, have you still there? Or is that Karuba? Yeah, she here. I'm on Jessica oh, okay. now. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Um, yeah. So we'll talk about uh, something. I got something else. I guess that's uh, you know that's um, definitely definitely a lot of people have you know they're gonna feel a certain way about this, but. Uh, you know, that Spice Girl, what is her name, Mel B, or whatever, she uh, said, said she got a restraining order against her husband. She said her husband was uh, was beating her, but, like he would, uh, you know, abuse her. One time he did for, uh, I guess, flirting with Usher, and then uh, and then he forced her to have threesomes, and and then he impregnated, I guess he impregnated the nanny? Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's just wild, you know, like, you know, that the situations go on, you know, people are like in the spotlight and you, you just don't know what, what happens obviously behind closed doors or, you know, when these, when these people are not on, you know, on, on television and, and, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's unfortunate that, you know, that some, some males feel the need to, uh, you know, to do, to do that with, uh, you know, with, with, you know, to, to feed, you know, the females, man, like to, like to, to carry themselves that way. It's a very, it's a sign of weakness, you know what I'm saying? But like year, like she went through years of abuse, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for, for doing this. So I, I want to know how you guys feel about, you know, these guys that, you know, um, take it, take advantage of, um, 
you know, uh, you know, the, the females in this sense. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what about what about you, Snacks? I don't know if you had read the read the story much, but you know, as far as like this situation goes, um, you know, for her, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's, it's bad, and it's bad altogether. It just looks, you know, it is right. bad. It looks bad. You know, sounds bad. So, I mean, well, what are your thoughts on uh, the, you know, on this uh, on this subject? Yeah, man, I actually took a little time to look into that one, man, and um, a lot of things on my, on it. Uh, yeah, ten year marriage. Uh, I'm not sure when he decided to make this turn that he made with her. Um, the, the things he was doing, but uh, I don't know, man. I just it's hard for me to understand because for one, I ain't, I'm not a guy who finds you know I, I look in the wrong. I like doing certain things, but I, I want my woman to want to do it personally. So I mean, it, it, it sucks to hear a person have to go through that. Any person, celebrity or not, but I, I don't know, man. I just I, I don't understand why she couldn't necessarily pull herself away from it. Like I read that he made her do threesomes and she recorded them. I mean, he recorded them. Right. Yeah, and, you know, and I guess those were later to be used on her if anything she got online. And, I, you know, it was just one of those things, man. I, I really just can't understand it. You know, like, man, like you've got to, you know, you got to get out of that kind of situation, man. I mean, but I, I guess the love kept her there, man. I, I'm assuming. Well, I was. Uh, I would say there's there's love and then there's fear, and fear well, is stronger than love. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay. like, you know, I, I I'm I'm in no way position. I'm in no position to speak for any battered female. I am not. You know, a battered female, but what I can say is that, yeah, fear is stronger than love, man. So, mentally in your mind, you think something's going to happen to you if you decide to make this move. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you'll you'll be very hesitant to do to do so. Or if he tries to hurt someone near you, like your own kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't just say right. that he did, but you know, just imagine that situation where a woman had to, you know, a female had to be like, oh, let me uh, let me let me deal with this. You know this pain a little bit longer. Right. While you know, um, trying you know trying to set, until I come up with a you know with a surefire plan that'll get me the hell out of here. You know, so right, it's, right, right. Um, delicate, you know, delicate situation. I mean, for her though, I mean, her being in the public eye. I mean, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that could feel a certain way because you have you have money that you can get to. You know, you've got certain means that you can get to. You talk to you know security or uh, yeah at your place at your place. I imagine. Yeah. She, lives in a place big enough to where you know you contact security i don't know i don't know i mean but then you know it could be it could be a mind control thing man but Um, this is my thing too like uh he was messing with the nanny and i don't know if you took the time to see the pictures of the nanny but personally i don't believe most women gonna let you hire no nanny no model as a nanny (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, all the swaps really, nigga was messing well, with. I'm buying a 90-year-old lady to be my name. Exactly. She been saying, this girl was 22. Yeah, this girl was 22, a model, man. I mean, not even making light of this, you know, obviously of, uh, you know, yeah. domestic abuse. But uh, staying on that, you know, that's, you know, the this, this subject as far as, like, na- nanny's not looking good. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger impregnated his nanny. Yes. And yes, if I you agree. look at Maria Shriver and then you look at the nanny, it's like he didn't, you know, you don't fuck down, you fuck up. You know, that's right. pretty much, that's Eddie, that's, you yeah, know, that's, that's what I'm, he did. That's yeah. Eddie Griffin yeah. right did there, you know what I'm saying? That's like, yeah. like, it really is like, it really makes sense. You don't fuck, you don't fuck down, you yeah. fuck up. So, I mean, it's, uh, and, come back. And, and yeah, I'm with wow. you with the fear well, hey, thing okay. because you came back in right on time, man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He was talking about this uh, the situation with Mel B. and uh, you know her getting that restraining order uh, against her husband. You know he forced her to have uh, you know uh, threesomes, and you know he impregnated oh, no. the nanny. So oh, um, yeah, yeah. So we want to know what you what you thought about that, man. Yeah, he, are you still there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, okay, yeah. So, what was your what were your uh, your thoughts on that? 
man, I deal with a lot of domestic violence stuff here in Minot. Um, I work with the Domestic Violence Crisis Center. And even though, like, some of the stuff is like, damn, man, that's kind of messed up. How come she can't get out of it? You know, men- mentally, these women are enslaved. They don't have the power to do that stuff because the man that manipulated them so much that they are dependent upon him. And when that happens, they don't feel they can leave because they're not worth anything to anyone else because he's putting in their head that they're worthless. Um, so for situations like that, man, I feel really, really bad uh, for the woman. I really hope she finds a way out of it. Um, and if she sticks by that restraining order and everything like that, because it's definitely not a good situation to be in. Uh, OJ, you know, <laughs> he should have been stopped earlier. Allegedly. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I don't know if he had the same pull though as uh as as OJ. OJ had like he, he was he wasn't like he said in his uh you know in the documentary you know if you've seen the the thirty for thirty OJ made in America which is a great documentary yeah. by the way. Um, it was great. Said, I'm not black. I'm not white. I'm OJ. I'm OJ Simpson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like yeah. a lot of things and even and even touching in on that one man like like his to her situation man like. Nicole tried, you know, she attempted to, you know, to come to, uh, you know, this police department, but with OJ having so much pull in the city, it just looked unbecoming for most of the, you know, for most of the people in, in LA, it just looks unbecoming for OJ to do such a thing. And then there was like a, you know, a group of people that knew, you know, obviously what was, what he, you know, how he carried himself, you know, he was a hothead and very, a very abusive hothead, you know, for that matter. So it, um, right. you know, it's, again, it, she, I mean, she would uh, speak to. She tried to tell a few people, I, I believe. I think she tried to tell what's the what's the one cat man that she tried to uh, Marcus Allen, right? I think I think she yeah, tried Marcus to tell, Allen. Yeah, yeah. I think she tried to tell him. You know, anybody that would you know actually you know listen and try to get her out of that situation. But it's a it's a mental. Uh, it takes a mental toll. You know, a big mental toll on you. Um, you right. know, again, I don't, I'm unable to speak for any, you know, any battered, battered, um, female, uh, I don't know what it's like to go through that. Uh, and I've yet to put a female through that, you know, situation, you know, right. so I, yeah, it's only, but so much I could say. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just wild, man, that, you know, that obviously, you know, anyone that any woman has to deal with this, let alone be, you know, male be, you know, this, this individual, cause I, I think that he probably, I don't know if he makes more money than her. You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's a situation where you feel like you're unable to leave. It's normally like a financial uh, restraint on you. But I feel like Mel would Mel be what she does that what's whatever that singing show is. Is uh was it America's Got Talent? I think so. And she uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you used to host it, didn't you, uh, Nick? You know. <laughs> uh, but, um, they don't they don't they don't know that joke. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I know you look yeah, the Nick Cannon shit back in the day, man. When I looked but, it up, man, he made five million in 2016, and she was worth 50 million. So supposedly we, she's worth more than him. Not to make light of it, but she should have been beating his ass. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I said I was trying to find out, you know, and like a man kind of shed a, another light on it for me, Evan, because I I was kind of clueless to why she couldn't get out. Like she did, but you know he kind of put a little uh, a, a better spin on it for me to understand it because that's why I was lost. And after doing all the research and looking at it, I was like, man, she's got the money. Like, what what's stopping her from calling five bodyguards, paying them a a, a, a hundred thousand dollars, and getting out of there? You know, that's what I was exactly. saying. Like she she is the breadwinner. That's what that was going through my right. head. Like yeah. she has the pool. If if anything, like she she was she could have pretty much controlled him, because yeah. if she leaves him, like she gonna get the money anyway and break him even more. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Right. Like she had the power to leave him when she whenever yeah. she wanted to. But she, it's not, she was it's not paying the for the nanny. He was paying the nanny for her money. But it's not the power that she had. It's right. He took he took the mind. So when he took her mind, that was it. That's all he needed. It didn't matter what she yeah. made. No matter what kind yeah, he of sound like she a had, to me. Because exactly, if she, if something were to happen to him, she would protect him. You know what I'm saying? That's what I deal with here. If these women, mm. they similar, yeah, this guy that being like, well, let's fuck him up. 
no, 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 <laughs> don't do that. It will just be worse than me. Like, no, I'm talking about breaking the hands and elbows. He ain't gonna never hit you. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but they protect these guys because they feel like no matter what you say, no matter how many people you have, that man has more power than her. So she's terrified he'll come back on her. Right. Yeah, that's um, a horrible situation. That's a horrible. bit. That's a bit unfortunate. Well, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to uh, make any jokes about this one, but I do have a topic coming up that we can make jokes about, and that is the firing of at ESPN of uh, Sage Steele, who has now been replaced on uh, NBA Countdown by I believe Michelle Cheadle. I think they're a Beetle. One of them. One of the Beetle. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yes, Beetle. Yeah. No, but this was a backstory on Sage Steele. This is the same individual that uh, that said that, you know, the, the most uh, racism that she faced came from, you know, her own her own people with her, you know, obviously with her being married to a white man. She's a black, you know, she's a biracial uh, woman. And um, she had some, uh, <laughs> some, some 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 things to say about when we had the, you know, the you know, Trump issued the Muslim ban. Or, you know, earlier this year, and um, she tweeted out that she's not going to be able to make her flight because them having the Muslim band or whatever, you know, them doing a protest, and, you know, for the Muslim band. So, you know, everybody's just been letting her have it. You know, she just feels like she's so yeah. um, you know, <clears throat> fortunate. So, you know, similar. It's the ESPN's version of Stacey Dash, basically. So it... Um, <laughs> And, you know, she just, she, she got to deal with it now, you know, so it's like, you lost, you know, now you've been replaced, but they, I saw a tweet, I think it was D, I think it's, yeah, DL had, um, I don't know if DL Hewley uh, tweeted it himself, but he forwarded it, and it says, like, Sage still was replaced by the white woman she wanted to be, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, damn, you know what I'm saying, That's not yeah. That's, you know, it's kind of bogus, man. Like, you know, that we do have people that, you know, that feel that way, you know, in our community that, you know, that, that feel they're, you know, like, what is it? It's like Samuel Jackson's character in Django type thing. You know what I'm saying? And I know. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. He you know, but. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, um. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard not to laugh at you know this shit that you know that yeah. that happens in our you know in our in our society, man. You know, uh, obviously, I don't think she's gonna have a problem getting another another job. I you know, I obviously we just fucking with her about you know the fact that you know she feels she's more privileged for whatever reason. You know, she feels she's more free. You know, she's more privileged. I won't go on on record saying why she feels like she's so privileged that she can just speak out against people that, you know, I mean, these people are being banned for just being Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. their issue yeah. is they're unable to make your flight. They're unable to get back in the damn country. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, you know, what, what are we going to do? Like, what, what, what you want to do? You know, you really want to, you really want to complain about that? I mean, everybody has the right to complain. I don't care about how much money you have. You're going to have your share of issues. But let's be real. You mad because you're upset about your, you know, you're upset about not making your flight. And these people very well might not, might not even be able to get back to their homes ever right. again. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, you you, you wait you wait the pros and cons of the situation. You decide if it was worth it. But you know it is what it is, man. That's just that's privileged privileged people. It's called uh, what we call um, one of my coworkers says uh, first world problems. You know what yep. I'm saying? So that's just <laughs> that's just what it is. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get out of here, I want to I want to make sure everybody um uh, hones in on this one. But what is um what's something that you can teach the youth about life as an adult? Like, what is something that you can tell the youth? You know, as far as what you've learned and you're up until however old uh, however old you are now, what's something that you can pass on to, to I would say you know like to kids? You know, like to, you know, kind of give them a fair warning before you become. Uh, you know, of age, you know, to, you know, to be in this, in this world, you know what I'm saying? As an adult, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go with, uh, Karumbe, man. And, 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 uh, and, and sugar booger. What's, uh, I, either one of you decided it goes first, but I, I wanted, I wanted you guys to, to you know, to, to put your, put your input you on a, that. You got a commission right now, man. I, I want to tell these kids, uh, these hoes ain't loyal. And, right. uh, <laughs> what else? Um, that's, that's a famous quote, by the way, you know what I'm saying? And okay. secondly, right. 
Um, I want to tell them, yo, know your rights, man. Know your rights, because now, right now, no. They, they, they taking them. Know your Quiet. rights. Yeah, quietly. Stay on C-SPAN and all the rest of that stuff. Look, read what's going on, because if not, you're gonna be lost. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got any, yeah. you got anything else you want to add, uh, Karumbe? Uh, you know, don't don't trust hoes, don't trust pimps. Uh, you know, anything anything else? Cool. Hey, don't Guess have not. kids. I'm just don't have kids. Oh, this is stupid as shit. <laughs> like I and uh, you know, it sounds like a if good you time were bad when life. you was younger, your kid gonna be bad as hell. I will tell you that. That's pretty much where it is. Um, Don't have kids if you're bad. With that being said, it is time for my public service announcement where I say that any comments and uh, things that are mentioned by anyone on this uh, podcast does not reflect that of the host. And um, we will proceed with uh, with a fat Yo, yo, man, it's a fat Um, man. Yeah. What's up? What, what's something that you could pass on, bro, to uh, you know, to the youth, man? As far as like some, but really just precautions, like becoming an adult. That's something that will prepare them for being, you know, um, an adult and being and not making and avoid making mistakes, rather. Who, who'd you call? Uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Who call oh, you? Oh, yeah. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Oh, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I guess, I, guess I, I, would, I would have to say, man, you got to value the time as it is right now. You know what I'm saying? It, it, imagine the moments that you miss out on. Like right now, how we are not. Imagine the moments we missed out on that we can look back and say, damn, man, I should have took advantage of it. Like tell these kids, man, take advantage of your time because it goes faster than you think. Um, I mean, I'm 35 now. And I can't jump and touch the nets no more, man. When I was 25, I was dunking everything. So it's like. Well, I wouldn't say everything, but yeah, you was you was dunking, but you know. I was dunking. Don't, I was dunking. don't, don't get too carried away. Listen, okay. I was okay. On, I was on your team. I'm giving a message, okay? It's a message. Yeah. <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to the kids, especially the black kids, um, the system's rigged. You know, it's rigged against you. And that don't mean rebel. That just means be smarter. Um, you got to step, you know, a little bit harder than your white counterparts, and that's okay because that's what it says. I'm glad you said that, man. But, yeah. <laughs> so, nah, that's about That's all I got, man. Okay. Uh, what about what about you, D-Snacks? Oh, uh, man, he really took uh, all my damn asses, man. But, uh... <laughs> 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 he hit the good points, man. But uh, what I would say is, uh, man, um, listen to the old heads, man. Listen to your parents. Uh, there's a lot of things that my mom and dad told me early on, but because of who we were and how we were as kids, I didn't listen. You know, I, I, I wanted to do something different than what they said to do. But uh, what I realized, even now, as, my, as myself, I've been 33. I talk to a lot of older folks in my job, and I listen to them guys, man, because them guys, and they've been 33 before. You know what I mean? They've been 23. They didn't live, they didn't live our life already. You know what I mean? They got a lot of knowledge. Uh, and the biggest thing is I would tell them to listen to them, man. You'd be surprised what the old heads, your parents, a lot of them, them people know. And a lot of times they're telling you stuff from experience, man. They're telling you stuff that they didn't and they tell you. And that's one thing I would do. When I was younger, man, I didn't want to hear it from nobody else, man. I had to go out there and learn the hard way on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, for me, uh, what I would like to tell the kids, it's okay to be different. There's nothing wrong with going against the grain. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us uh, grew up in a time frame where, uh, and, and, and they very well might be doing the very same thing, where, because you didn't have the same type of shoes as someone you were looked down upon, you know what I'm saying? Like for, at least for me, like I, again, I grew up, you know, I didn't have the, I didn't have every pair of Jordans that came out and I, you know, and sometimes it would get to me when I was younger cause I didn't understand it, you know, but that really doesn't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing against those that were able to get Jordan, 
but you know, just the, the fact of having it, you know, the fact of having it just didn't mean anything. You may, yeah, depending on your outfit, you may look better. You know what I mean? But but what I'm saying is, it's okay to be different. It's okay to think different than others because a lot of people, you know, tend to, um, you know, they get they get caught up in trying to keep up with the Joneses instead of being themselves. And I would definitely uh, advise the, the, you know, the kids to definitely be, it, it's okay. It's okay to, um, you know, to, to go, to go your own way. You know what I mean? Um, you, know, you definitely, you definitely want to, you know, walk your own, walk your own path in life. And uh, cause you only get one life and you know, and only one person can live it, and that's you. So, I mean, you, you want to, uh, I definitely want to listen to your parents, you know, listen to your parents man, as well. As much as long as they're as long as they're putting you on the right path, that is it. Like if you're uh if you're listening to your parents and you find yourself getting into shit, then you you definitely want to find a new role model or a uh, you know someone to you know some look forward you know someone else to look forward to. I mean there are some parents that do that do take advantage of that shit you know for their own for a person you know personal um gain, but you know for, for the most part there the there are parents out there that's really just doing the best they can. Something I had to learn. Um, you know, myself growing, you know, growing up that my parents did the best that they feel that they could. And there are a lot of times where I felt, you know, you know, maybe that they, that they, that they weren't, but that's just me as a, you know, again, you know, as a child, you know, they're only going to do, you know, know, in most cases, they're only going to do what they know, you know, so you have to continue to, uh, you know, obviously push your, push yourself. Because again, it's your, it's your life, you know, find something that you love, and 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 really teach the kids about business. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us are being trained to work at a company instead of owning it. You know what I'm saying? So I advise that all parents, all you know, uncles, aunts, whoever's listening to this, grandparents, tell your kids to own the company. Right? You know, teach them how to learn how to own the company. You know what I mean? We need more, especially in our community, man. We need more people that own businesses. You know what I'm saying, and that you know can that can generate wealth for for kids that are you know for you know for generations. You know, really, that's what we that's what you wanted. That's the aim in life is to get a business that you can pass on so that that family is taken care of for like forever. You know what I mean? So you, you that's what I would advise, um, obviously kids to, kids to do. I, you know, piggybacking off of you know you guys, you know, listen to your folks as much as possible, gain the wisdom that you can from them. If you're unable to listen to them, find another adult that you feel is, uh, you know, trustworthy enough to give you information that's going to help you um, be on the good path. So I would say, you know, definitely, definitely do that. But um, yeah, before we get out of here, definitely want to uh, send a shout out to um, to my man uh, Nick Rice oh. with the one one zero, uh, you know, for photography. You know, if any anybody wants to get like a photo shoot done. Uh, he does a sport. He does you know he does sports pictures for like you know track you know track teams. Um, you know, uh, we just cl- class photos, whatever weddings, you name it, man. He does it. Um, who, you know, who, who else? Uh, definitely shout out, shout out to Joe Sneaks. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, from being from being on the show, stuff like that. Um, we uh, definitely want to listen to uh, Society X podcast. Be sure to check that out. Uh, who else am I forgetting? Um, I'm trying to think. And Najee Treasures, yeah, you know, my homegirl, Janae, you know, doing her thing. We just talked about, oh, I just talked about owning a business. That's her business, Inaj Treasures, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Black woman doing her thing. So much respect to that. And, um, oh, what is it? Uh, my other homegirl, uh, Hair by Misha, you know what I'm saying? Lamisha doing her thing, you know, with the hair business. So shout out to her doing that. Um, give everybody some, you know, uh, social media um, uh, contact information. Um, let's see, uh, Smacks, yeah, let, let them know where they can reach you, bro. Yo, Smacks, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Uh, okay. very short of Facebook. We're going in, we're going in and out here. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Just uh, Darius, you know, Darius Jordan on Facebook. Um, Ebony, you still there? Ebony is not. She is uh, handling some out of commission. Right now. Okay. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask something me. to that earlier, man. You, 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 were in your thing. No, no, no. Let me. Uh, we'll get. We'll give out the, Yo, the contact. I just and then we'll get, we'll get back on on that. Yeah. Just get that. I'll just get that out real real quick. 
uh, Karumbe. Then we uh, let you say your piece, and then we'll end this shit. Um, yeah, you can check uh, Ebony on uh, Instagram and Miss Sugar Booger. Um, you know, uh, you just look up me you on know, Miss Sugar Booger, and that should come up. Um, you can check me out on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat um, as Romy underscore Mac M A K. Um, and uh, let's see. Obviously, you can catch Joe on Instagram at Joe Joe Easy Three uh, J O E A Z Y Three. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for that, man. So um, yeah, go 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 at your piece, uh, Karun, babe. What what do you want to um, uh, chime in on? Oh, I just wanted to say uh, one thing they they should know is to know their worth, yo. That's like the one of the most important things in life, like relationship wise. Work-wise, anything is just knowing your worth. I agree. Right. For, you know, definitely, 100%, man. Definitely know your worth, especially especially our young ladies, man. Uh, we, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I will not say this enough. Us as men, we are opportunists. We are opportunists. We will only do what you allow us to do. You know what I'm saying? Understand, women, you, uh, females, you, you control. You control it all. You, you you make the rules. You decide what's legal. You decide what's illegal. You decide what was uh, consensual, and you can you decide what was not consensual. You know what I mean. So definitely know your worth. Um, you know what I'm saying. And if, you know know how you want to be treated. Know how you want the world to treat you. Voice and you know, make your voice heard. And uh, yeah, continue and continue to grind. That's uh, really 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 all I got. Uh, Snacks, you got anything you want to add before we before we um, close up? Nah, man, I think y'all hit it right on the head. Perfect. Be more yeah, like man, the man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, don't, these hoes ain't loyal. It's <laughs> too weird, bro. But no, uh, Karumba, you got anything else you wanna uh, you wanna add before we uh, we we um we close out? Nah, man, I'm good. All right, bet. Well, yo, this is uh, the Romy Mac Two Cents podcast. Be sure to uh, subscribe on uh, on on YouTube to the to the Romy Mac Two Cents uh, YouTube channel. Be sure to um, follow follow me on both Snapchat, Twitter, um, what is it, Instagram? You know, you get whatever whatever social media. Just type in Romy Mac, and whatever comes up, follow that shit. Um, we're um, we're, we're pretty much out from here. I catch I catch y'all next week, you know, on a new episode with new topics that you know we'll um, indulge in. But uh, we out of here. God bless. All right. Say Metro by T-Mobile got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, cause Metro has two lines for 80, and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.